Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Jaikar, and this is Women's Grit and Grace, and today is August 17th, and welcome. So, um, I hope your summer's been going wonderful, Lee. Um, hot and humid seems to be the mantra for our part of the world, um, the East Coast, and um the upper Midwest and Europe and a lot of the world. We are starting to heat up. Um, and as, I was, as I was telling my daughter the other day, who's turning 21 this fall, um, I said, you know, when I was your age, this conversation was just beginning. And uh, it's actually what inspired me to go to, into a program of environmental science um, initially. Um, ended up as an architect um, and you know, was using my architectural skills to make buildings that were longer lasting, less of a footprint, et cetera. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, beginning of my lifetime, end of my lifetime, it has come into being. So, um, but we go on and we figure it out, right? So today's program is It's Simple, Although Not Always Easy. Life offers women more choices than ever, so why aren't women happier than ever? It's simple. More choices is not the same as knowing your choices, which will create the happiness and love you are seeking. It really is simple, although not, that doesn't mean easy. Simple is knowing what is true for you and living with congruence to this in your choices of actions and even your words. Simple is knowing what makes you happy and then making those choices, those your choices that you commit to action. Easy, not if you're a people pleaser and don't like to make waves. So today we're going to talk about, I'm going to talk about making your life simple, um, although not easy, but it will make you happier and more likely to have the love you desire more present in your life. So this... (laughs) This began um, when I was, again, in training for, um, as an architect. And this would have been early 70s. And we were told to study a lot of the modernists. And really what the modernists were, were was a kind of a, a, uh, a response to the Victorian um, kind of what one professor called gobbledygook. In other words, a lot of decorative application to buildings, exterior, interior, etc. And, you know, that's life. It swings one way, then it swings the other way, um, trying to find balance. So the Victorian era was very much about how decorative could you make your spaces and your buildings and your furniture. The modern era, the modernist era, um, with which coupled with technology, making things quote unquote easier um, for people, and um, was all about less is more. Um, Mies van der Rohe was um, one of the people attributed to saying, you know, when you make a building, you need to make it less so that it is more of what it wants to be, more appealing to the eye, more functional. Um, more economical, etc. So, um, and that really hit a place in me, not just for architecture, where I went, you know, it, it less is more, but that is not easier. 
Um, I think of less is more as elegant. Um, in fact, that's one of the, my favorite um, values is elegance. And you know, having an elegant life, having an elegant relationship, having you know an elegance to how I present and speak. And but it's not easy. And the reason it's not easy, like I said in the write-up, is because elegance comes from staying attuned to what is true for you and, and aligning your life, your choices, your actions with that. And it's not easy to do that in a culture where women have been taught for, for generations to please other people is their prime directive, is their reason for being. Um, and if you are not pleasing other people then you are not a good wife, a good daughter, a good friend, a good sister, etc. Um, so there's that tension between simplifying your life so as to live elegantly, uh, and you know, for me another word is congruently, or another word is with integrity, and that has much more not only power, it also has much more beauty because it's working together. Um, when you stay true to yourself, you stay true to your values and what has meaning for you, then everything has a relationship with with itself. You know, what you do has a relationship with what you choose, which has a relationship with what you value, and and it becomes actually very simple. You know, it's like those... Um, <laughs> it's like those... Um, I don't know if you if you had with this, but I remember going at one point when I was in architecture school. Um, our school was set up so you had to rotate through all the different arts, which I thought was fabulous. So I did a rotation through the fashion design department, and there were two schools of thought at that time. Again, this is seventies. Um, make it outrageous or make it incredibly simple slash elegant. And, you know, you can guess which one I liked. Um, but one of the things that they were very, you know, what they said is make everything, when you make everything simple, it works together. So you can buy eight pieces of clothing and you can put it together in, you know, alter, in many different ways if the colors are complementary to each other or even of contrast. But it comes from that same place of simple lines you know, a certain color palette that works well with your skin tones and your hair color, etc. So, you know, life <laughs> life has a spectrum. Um, there's the physical, which is the tangible. You know, it's the five senses. It's the Roy G. Biv uh, color spectrum. It's, you know, your work day should be nine to five. Your weekend should be when you have fun. That kind of, that's one end of the spectrum. The other end of the spectrum is, you know, that you are also an infinite soul, a soul that has no time, and time is timeless to the soul. And um, and we we as humans are, try to find an amalgamation, some sort of alchemy between those two ends of the spectrum and to live our life. Uh, so one of the things that I say to women is be simple. There's so much um, transitional energy right now. There's so much put on women for generations that women are pushing back more effectively against. And make it simple. Make it simple what 
has meaning for you. Make it simple what you care about. Now, that this can change. It doesn't mean you, you make these decisions and then you stick with them until you die. But stick with them until they serve their purpose. Um, and that seems to be about every 11 years. Our life changes, um, what I'd say, kind of its essence. Um, so when you are trying to you know, when you're feeling overwhelmed, when you feel like you can't make a decision, when you feel like, you know, everybody you ask says you says something different to you, that's the reality. Because everybody's going to say where they are and what's true for them to you. But it's not going to be true for you. And if you live your life, and this this is the trap for all women until we no longer want to fall in this trap, when you go outside and get advice from others and then try to make that your how you live your life, it won't ever work because that's, that, that advice is coming from what's true for, from those people. It works for them for that time that they're speaking. It may not work again, but it's really taking something out of context and asking it to have power with you. And it, and it just won't. I mean, sometimes you get lucky and, you, you know, it, it works for a little bit. And and sometimes even just hearing how some other person has made a decision or, you know, is constellating their life can prove to be eye-opening, inspiring, you know, a revelation. Um, inspiration is different than advice. Inspiration is what we take from something. And, and you know, we use it to lift our soul to bring ourselves into more congruence with what is true for ourselves. You cannot have enough inspiration in life. Um, so I'm going to make that distinction. There's a difference between advice and inspiration. And you'll know the difference because inspiration expands you. It uplifts you. It, in, you know, it, 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 wants, it, it, it wants you to take action towards things that are important for you. So, um, inspiration comes in many ways. It can be looking out your window in the early morning and seeing the colors of the sky. It can be sorting through your old cards and finding one from beloved friend or relative that's no longer, you know, on this side of the veil. Um, inspiration can be remembering what you've been through and, and you still have faith in people in life. Um, you know, we can inspire ourselves. Inspiration does not need to come always from other people. Um, so simple, and also the thing is, life is very complex. Life is life is very challenging at a time of transition, and that is definitely where we are. We're in a time of transition, and especially for women, as I said, because we're we're also pushing against the norm, the, the kind of archetypal norms, and the the framework of what is true globally and you know what has been true for 2000 years 3000 years is women are second class citizens and women are beginning to push against that very recently and definitely more effectively and and again there's also momentum when when you know things take a little bit to get going and once they get going entropy takes over so but you know we've got that going on we've got the multiple roles we've <laughs> we've got a body that's more sensitive and needs more care so it actually 
when you make your life simpler with what is true by living what is true for you, you actually lower your stress and increase your congruence. It's it's not another front you have to be in battle with. Um, now, again, you can't listen to the messages of the popular culture and do this. Popular culture is all about distract, stimulate, um, have you you know react. Um, disconnect from your power, disconnect from what you really feel and know. Um, you know it's like being in a pinball, pinball um, uh, canister. Um, you know, one, those wonderful pieces of furniture with the pinball uh, games and machines in them. That's what life can feel like. Bam, 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 bam. And that's why it's even more important to have what is true for you. What has meaning? What is of value? Um, you know, when you go to a buffet of all you can eat, you can't eat it all. And that is one of the, you know, <laughs> paradoxes of, of of the gift of free will. We get to make lots of choices. And, we, and, you know, in theory, we can have anything we want, but that's actually not so. For every choice we make, we, we say no to many other choices. Um, can we go to a different time of our life and say yes to those choices we said no to earlier absolutely um and things take time to have an experience of to come to fruition right um you cannot plant a little um bare root rose and then yell at it because it doesn't you know it hasn't climbed up the side of your house and produced beautiful blooms it takes time for it to come into fruition. And that's the other, you know, big teacher in a life human is time. Um, you know, the physical the physical part of us is bound to time. The non-physical is not, but again, we're in this little, you know, alchemy marriage of both and. We're both infinite and finite. So keeping it simple keeps you focused on Life is precious. Life is now. This is when I have the power. What are the choices I'm making? You know, in this moment, in this day, in this life. And um, but you are going to rock boats. You are going to cause waves. You are not going to make everybody happy by being true to yourself. But but many are the people, and <laughs> many are the books written about people not true to themselves, and that is not a road fulfilling as well. So. Um, I'm going to leave with the thought of where do you make things more complicated than you need to? And and one of the footprints of this is you you get stressed when you're dealing with it or thinking about it. You ask as many people as you can find, and even then it's not satisfying. You haven't come up with a, a, a congruence for yourself or a response to a question. Um, or a decision, um, you get reactive, you get angry, or you get sad. So these are all places you know you are not in congruence with yourself. You're not in your power. You're not, you know, in your elegance. Um, and that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means there's kind of its, you know, there's its sign. There's its footprint, as I call it. Um, and there begins a conversation <laughs> of 
asking yourself what is it that is between you and knowing what is true because we all know what's true for us it's the disconnect comes in choosing that and living it and languaging it we all know exactly what has value what makes us happy what what our priorities but the disconnect as i said comes because we don't then engage that we find many reasons not to we justify it we defend our our, our other choices no satisfaction in it and it doesn't build anything so um but that's an exercise you can you know you can offer yourself um, when you're tired of feeling frustrated or confused or indecisive so i'm going to wrap up um thank you for your time always a pleasure to spend um, time with you and as always you can contact me at jicar at jicar.com or um, check out my website now my website is in the process of being redone but you can kind of check out my history of my website my articles there's a lot of articles they're great articles it's actually going through them and cataloging them for my new site and you know putting them in categories I was like wow that was good <laughs> And that was a good article. That was that's brilliant, um, you know, because it's not me, quote unquote, that's that's writing this. It's what comes through me, as as you know, that's one of my gifts, and you have yours. And and you know, my prayer for you would be that you enjoy more of your gifts and let go more of your shoulds. Okay, blessings. Take care. Bye.